Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful mask rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Lumbering along behind six horses, a big Butterfield and Abbott stage approached Granite City. It carried only two passengers. One was an elderly but sturdy man who had introduced himself as Toby Durbin, a stonemason. The other was the Lone Ranger, who had disguised himself as a traveling salesman in an effort to hunt down the Kill-All Gang, a group of bandits who always murdered all witnesses in their robberies. The Lone Ranger was saying, Toby, I understand this stage was robbed recently. Oh, that's news to me. I've been away from Granite City for 25 years. Is that so? I don't expect to find anyone there who remembers me. But I'll get to see a lot of buildings I laid up. The town is widely known for its granite buildings. <laughs> Mister, I put up the courthouse, the hotel, and the jail. I've heard that the jail's escape-proof. Well, the walls are two feet thick. The windows are too narrow for a man to crawl through. 
And the doors are iron. Must be a sturdy structure. It'll stand forever. But I could walk out of it. Oh, how's that? It's quite a story, mister. I've never told it. But now that we're nearing the old hometown, I feel that it has to come out. I'm a sympathetic listener. When I built the jail, I was in love with Ellie Lancaster. Ellie was the daughter of Joe Lancaster, the toughest sheriff in the West. Yeah, I've heard of him. He guarded Ellie like a prisoner. The plans for the escape-proof jail called for living quarters for the sheriff on the second floor. So I knew I'd never get to see the girl unless I did something. What did you do? I put one of the granite blocks in the rear wall on an iron pivot. It swung in and out like a door. <laughs> it said that stone walls do not a prison make. Well... After the sheriff moved into the new jail with Ellie, she used to slip out through the wall to me. We planned to elope. Uh, what happened? The sheriff caught us when we hired a rig. Too bad. Yes. It wrecked our lives. Ellie's father sent her east and ran me out of town. I've been looking for her ever since. Did uh, Sheriff Lancaster ever find the turnstone? Nope. He died about 15 years ago without ever knowing about that stone. No one could find it without knowing where to push. I'm sure it's still in place. I'll bet it still turns. I suppose you're going to give it a try some night. <laughs> That's just what I aim to do. You know, sometimes it hurts to open the doors to the past. Yes, you're right about that, mister. I don't expect I'll find anyone in Granite City who will remember me. All of my friends have died or moved away from the place. Say... We're almost to town. Where are you getting off? At the stage station. Well, I'm mighty tired, so I'll have the driver drop me at the hotel this end of the main street. Soon afterward, the Lone Ranger and the aged Romeo exchanged farewells. The stage rolled on to the station in the square, where, as usually happened, all unoccupied townsmen were gathered. The Lone Ranger looked out, hoping to see Tonto, who had set out for Granite City with the horses following another trail. There was no sign of the Indian, but the Lone Ranger noted the presence of a bushy-browed sheriff and several deputies. Opening the stage door, he stepped out. Driver, did you have any trouble with Al Hoots? Well, see me here alive, don't you, Sheriff? That's your answer. Maybe the kill-all gang has gone back where it came from. Sheriff Bart Mansfield, who had succeeded Sheriff Lancaster was wrong in thinking that the ruthless gang of killers was far from Granite City. As the stage driver handed down luggage and a sample case to the Lone Ranger, four well-dressed men who had been waiting for the arrival of the vehicle to divert public attention entered the office of the Red Rock Mining Company at the other end of the town. A cashier who had been engaged in making up the mine payroll whirled in alarm. Now, look at you. Now, relax, Jim. <laughs> The way you jumped, you'd think we were the kill-all gang. You, you can't blame me for being edgy, Mr. Davis. The whole town's worried about the kill-all gang. Doesn't the company hire men to guard the payroll? Yeah, but they're both homesick today. Uh, the sheriff's been watching the office for us. I mean, right now, he's down at the station meeting the stage. Where's that lazy president of yours, Bill Collins? Oh, he'll be here soon. Uh, he said you were to wait. Uh, Jim, the farm of Shim Davis and Associates, mine brokers, doesn't wait. At a signal from Shim Davis, his three companions whipped guns from shoulder holsters and began to fire. 
taken wholly by surprise, the cashier died in his tracks. Let him get that payroll. That's what I'm doing, Chief. Well, watch the street. There's no sign of any alarm. Then bring the payroll. We're going out the back way. Just as the outlaws reached the back door, it opened. Bill Collins, the Red Rock Mining Company president, stood on the threshold, eyes wide with surprise and terror. Shim! Gus! What's going on here? We're playing games. You're it. Shots will be heard from this open door. Get a move on. Instead of stepping into saddles in the traditional fashion of Western outlaws, the four gunmen ran along a brush-lined alley and vanished inside a nearby office building, which bore the sign, Shim Davis and Associates. Meanwhile, the final shots fired by the gang had alerted the Lone Ranger, as well as others at the stage station. Soon, the mine company office was jammed by an excited crowd. Fighting their way through the milling townsmen, Sheriff Bart Mansfield and Deputy Happy Holmes grimly surveyed the scene. Two men shot right in our town, Happy. Yeah, the payroll's gone, Sheriff. Get the doctor. Here's Doc Miller now. Let him through, fellas. Good heavens, Sheriff. What happened? Two men shot. That's what happened. Either of them alive, Doc? Give me time to examine them, Sheriff. Hey, Sheriff, the back door's open. I see it is. They used the alley for a getaway. Let's get up a posse. All you men with horses, divide and ride. Cover all the trails. You heard the sheriff, boys. Come on. Happy. Take a look around the alley. If there's anything there, I'll find it. The rush of posse men to the street left the Lone Ranger standing in a small group of spectators. He noted that four of them appeared to be wealthy businessmen. Sheriff Mansfield turned to them. Shim, what do you and your partners know about this? What do you mean, Sheriff? Your office is right close. Didn't you see or hear anything? We heard shots and hoofbeats, but we didn't look out. Why not? Well, we have no windows in the rear of our office. Oh, we have no guns either. We didn't feel like running out and getting shot without a chance to defend ourselves. Eh. You Easterners are soft. Hey, Sheriff, I found fresh tracks out there. Which way do the tracks lead? East, toward the mountains. This is the first time I ever heard of the kill-all gang leaving a trail. Well, one of the posses should pick up the tracks farther out. Sheriff, I'd like to look at those tracks. What for? I may be able to tell you how old they are. I've spent some time with Indians. My deputy says the tracks are fresh. That's enough for me. They may have been made an hour before the holdup. Do you think they were planted there to throw us off? Exactly. I don't believe the gang would leave a trail unless it was done purposely. Mr. Drummer... You better go peddle your fancy notions to an ocean store. I'm not buying that. Hey, why do you think the kill-all gang eliminates witnesses? So they can't talk, of course. Bandits who are on the move don't find it necessary to do that. It appears to me that the killers live here in Granite City and are well-known. I know every Tom, Dick, and Harry in town. There isn't a real bad man among them. The sheriff, cashier's dead. Bill Collins is alive. Just barely alive. Keep him breathing. Come on. I've administered a stimulant. Oh, my gosh, he's coming too. Bill, this is the sheriff. Who, who shot you, Bill? I know. They, they Tell me their names, Bill. Tell me. Shem, let's get out of here. Wait, wait. Try to keep on talking, Bill. Yeah, it's no use. He's lost consciousness again. Take him to my office. The sheriff, I suggest that you take him to the jail. That's no place for a wounded man. It's the only place for Collins. You can protect him there. At the same time, you'll be able to overhear anything more he may say. Well, now you're being sensible, mister. Happy? Yeah. Help me take Collins to my office. There's a cot in it. Yeah. All right. Let's go. (laughs) 
Later, the Lone Ranger found an opportunity to slip into the alley. There, he confirmed his suspicion that the hoof prints had been made shortly before the murders. Failing to find any footprints, he went in search of Tonto. As he did, Shim Davis and associates conferred in their office. The gang leader was saying... If it hadn't been for that drummer, Collins would be in the doctor's office where we could finish him. Maybe Collins will die before he can name him. Oh, we can't count on that, Gus. We ought to cut and run while we can. No, Lamb. To run is to confess. Then let's try to break into the jail. Uh, it would take an army to do that. Now, we'll wait and see what happens. But I want the horses ready for a fast getaway. I think we should take care of that traveling salesman. He was in the alley looking at those tracks. Uh, he's playing detective. Don't be so sure of that. He called to turn on those planted hoof prints without seeing them. He could be a Wells Fargo special agent. If he is and we have to dust out of town, we don't want him on our trail. All right, we'll get rid of him. Gus, the job is yours, but be careful how you handle it. I never take chances. It was that night when Tonto reached Granite City. The Lone Ranger met him at the main corral. While Scout and Silver munched oats and hay, he told his Indian friend about the gang's latest outrage. Uh-huh. Silver, give warning, Kimosabe. Someone come here. It may be a stable boy, but let's be prepared. As the Lone Ranger drew a pocket gun which he had been carrying, several horses near the corral fence moved nervously. Then the darkness was riven by the fiery blast of a forty-five. The derby hat, which was part of the Lone Ranger's disguise as a drummer, flew from his head. Its high crown bullet pierced. Hold your fire, Toto. We don't want him to hit our horses. At that moment, a dozen loose horses, panicked by the gunshot, stampeded toward the Lone Ranger and Toto, driving them back to the protection of Scout and Silver. When the galloping animals passed, the gunman at the fence was gone. Now we'll never find him, Toto. Uh, why, feller, try kill you? Someone who was at the scene of the murder thought I took too much interest in the crime. Uh. This shooting proves that the kill-all gang is still in town. Now it's time for the drummer to disappear. Uh, that good idea. I'll check into the hotel and change from this disguise to my mask and riding clothes. Me wait here, Kimosabe? Yes, Toto. Stay where I can reach you easily. Meanwhile, I'll call on the old stonemason, Toby Durbin. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Murder the Lone Ranger while he hunted the Kill-All Gang. 
The Lone Ranger discarded his disguise as a traveling salesman and became again the mask man. A little later, Toby Durbin, the stonemason who had built the Granite City Jail, sat dreaming in his hotel room. The door opened softly. Steady, Toby. Uh, mask man! Now don't be frightened. Why are you here? I'm trying to catch the kill-all gang. I need your help. My help? You're the one man in the world who can lead those crooks into a trap. Do you trust me? I have no reason to trust you, mister. But I will say this, I like your style. And I'd do anything I could to break up that gang. Would you be willing to tell the secret of the movable stone in the jail wall? What? How do you know about that stone? By thunder, I'll bet that traveling salesman has blabbed the story to the whole town by this time. Toby, I give you my word that you and I and uh, uh, the salesman are the only men who know about that stone. The Lone Ranger soon won Toby Durbin's confidence. The lonely old stonemason found the masked man a good listener. He retold the story of his love for Ellie Lancaster and the movable stone in the wall of the jail. I just came back from the jail. That granite block was still there, and I moved it easily. But... But Ellie wasn't there. I understand. Toby, are you still willing to help break up that gang of crooks? Yes, sir. I'll do whatever I can. Good. Then listen closely. Later, Toby entered a cafe where Sheriff Mansfield always ate. He found the lawman at a table surrounded by disappointed deputies and weary posse men. Boys, if, if Bill Collins lives to talk... We'll nail the polecats. Yeah, you may, if the killers don't nail him first. Hey, listen to that old duffer. He doesn't know our jail. Stranger, the Granite City Jail is breakproof. Oh, if your deputies put me in jail right now, I'd be back here in five minutes flat. (laughs) You're local. I'll bet you the best Stetson hat ever made. And here's the money to pay for it. The old coot's serious. Take him up, Sheriff. Win a half. Yes, be a sport. Stranger... I don't want to bet, but I think you should be jailed for your own good. That's all I ask. Happy, see that he gets his wish. Come on, Grandpa. (laughs) Five minutes are almost up, Sheriff. Yeah, night in the pokey may teach the old codger not to belittle the granite wall. So help me, Hannah, there he is. Well, did I make it, Sheriff? You didn't break jail. It just can't be done. Ask your deputy. He's coming on the run. Hey, Sheriff. Sheriff, that fellow walked right through the wall. Don't tell me that. So help me. I had him in jail with all the doors locked. I let him go to the back part and say some magic words. When I looked again, he was gone. Mister, how did you do it? I could be one of those, uh... Magicians who get out of trunks and things. You tell me the truth or I'll throw you in... In jail, Sharon? Oh, go to blazes and get out of here. (laughs) The next day, Toby's feat of walking out of the break-proof jail excited almost as much talk as the mine office murders. A morning newspaper printed a semi-humorous story saying that the strangely gifted visitor should be made sheriff. In the office of Shim Davis and Associates, the gang leader read the article and commented, If that fellow can walk through the jail wall, so can we. He's a magician. Oh, rats. He went through some secret door. Then let's make him tell us where it is. Yes, that's what we're going to do. We'll grab him tonight. (laughs) 
It was that evening when Sheriff Mansfield and Doc Miller held a consultation over the wounded president of the mining company. The physician was saying, Collins is gone. With him, we're our only chance of getting the killers. You may <laughs> still catch them, Sheriff. Uh, a mask, man. Don't get excited. I'm here to help you. How'd you get in here? I came in the way my friend Toby Durbin went out. What are you two fellas up to? What's that mask for? I wear it in the service of justice. I was trying to serve justice when I offered you some suggestions in the mine company office. Oh, oh so you're that drummer. I came to Granite City in that disguise because I believe the members of the kill-all gang live here. Last night, they convinced me of that by trying to shoot me. Oh, sure. Since they are close enough to shoot at me, they're close enough to take advantage of any chance to reach Collins. To them, he's still a menace. That may be. But what's that got to do with you and that Durban fella running in and out of my jail? Revealing the secret of the movable stone, the Lone Ranger continued. When Toby walked out of jail last night, he did it in accordance with a plan we had made. By this time, the kill-all gang most certainly knows that he has a way of getting in and out of the lockup. Maybe they'll make him show them the way in. That's exactly what we expect. My Indian friend Tato is watching him. And the killers may be here any moment. That's right. They may come in shooting. What do we do? I suggest that you and the doctor conceal yourselves. Meanwhile, Shim Davis and his associates in wholesale murder had been lurking in a clump of bushes near the hotel. Gus was saying... Well, I was in the hotel checking on the Durbin fellow. Found out the drummer I shot at has disappeared. You must have scared him to leaving town. Quiet. Here comes our man. There's a woman coming from the other way. Toby? Toby, is that you? What? Ellie. Oh, my darling, I finally found you. Uh, Are you really here, Ellie? Or am I just dreaming? No, Toby, you're not dreaming. I thought I'd never find you, sweetheart. So did I, until I read how a magician had walked through the jail wall. I knew that had to be you. Where, where did you come from? I have a boarding house at a mining camp near here. I looked for you everywhere except around here. It wasn't until last year that I came back. Ellie, we mustn't stand here. What on earth is wrong, darling? I just thought of something. We must go to the hotel. Hurry. Rush them. Grab them both. I've got the woman. Don't bite my hand, you wildcat. Go of me. Take your hands off her. Hands till old man will kill her. No, no, don't. Then use your head and do as we say. Well, what do you want? You've got to show us how to get into the jail. I'll show you. But please let Ellie go. No, no. She's going along. Bring her, Gus. Get going. All right. A few minutes later, the four killers and their captives entered the stone door in the rear wall of the jail. At that moment, the dim light of a flickering kerosene lamp revealed a blanket-wrapped figure on a cot in the sheriff's office. Sheriff Mansfield and Dr. Miller were crouched in the shadows with guns ready. Tensely, they watched a door at the opposite end of the rectangular room. Gang will have to come through that door, Doc. Sheriff, open the door behind you. They come here shooting. I want to be able to clear out fast. All right. There. But don't worry. They'll fire on the dummy we have rigged on the cot. You sure the light's dim enough? If it were any dimmer, it'd be out. If we stay here in the shadows, we'll get the drop on them easy. I wish that mask man was here. Doc! Sheriff, they're opening the door. Look, would you? It's Shim Davis and company. Great heaven. 
They're pushing a man and woman ahead of them as shields. Unable to fire for fear of hitting old Toby or Ellie Lancaster, both the sheriff and Doc Miller watched helplessly as the gang stepped into the office. The killers were still 30 feet away when Gus, who held Ellie, began to fire at the blanketed form on the cot. A bullet struck the base of the kerosene lamp on a bedside table. Oil splattered to the blanket. Flame from the wick touched it off. An instant later, the blanket was on fire. Burn, Collins, burn. The light of the flames revealed the sheriff and Doc. Hey, it's the sheriff and Doc Miller. You're covered. Drop your gun, Shim. You'll have to kill Durbin and the woman before you get us. Open fire on them, boys. Get the Doc and the sheriff. Come on, Doc. Shim, they went through that door. Yeah, that leads to the cell block. If we go after them, they'll fire as soon as we open that door. They can identify us. We've got to kill them. The only way out of the cell block is through this office. They can't escape. What about the fire? It's burning itself out. Good thing this is a flagstone floor. Shim, we've got the doc and the sheriff trapped. Yes, again. Hey, Drop the gun. You're covered. Shim, there's a masked man behind us. We're trapped. Disconcerted by the Lone Ranger's command, Gus relaxed his grip on Ellie's arm. She jerked away. <laughs> then the door to the cell block opened, and the sheriff fired into the room. Oh, I'm hit. You'll all be hit unless you throw down your gun. No, don't shoot. I'm dropping my Some of the rest of us. Release Toby. Yes, he's loose. Line up against that wall. Put your hands up. You heard the mask, man, you varmints. Move. Doc, do something for me. I'm dying. Well, you only have a shoulder wound, but you'll soon have a broken neck. Who'd have thought four upstanding businessmen would turn out? Murder was their business, Sheriff. Well, every doggone one of them will hang for their crime. No, no. We have a right to a trial. That's right, Jim. And if we find the mine payroll in your office, there'll be only one verdict. Guilty. No, no, I don't want to die. Shut up, Gus. You heard what the sheriff said. The payroll will convict us. Why did I ever throw him at you fellas? I never thought it'd end like this. If you turn state's <laughs> evidence, Gus, you might save your neck. Yes, if you talk, I'll... You what? You can't kill me if you're in jail. I'll talk. I'll tell everything. I'm not going to hang. I... Well, Sheriff, <laughs> even if Collins didn't live to name these killers... You put an end to their murders. At least we made sure Collins wouldn't talk. Collins was dead when you came here, Shem. What? Then we didn't have to come here to finish him. That's right. The masked man set the trap and you walked into it. Mister, you saved a lot of lives by exposing these killers. Let the credit and reward go to Toby Durbin. Oh, I have my reward already, mister. Meet Ellie Lancaster, the girl I used to court through the hole in the wall. It's a pleasure to know you, Miss Lancaster. Thank you, mister. I hope we'll meet again. So do I. But if we don't, here's something for you and Toby to remember me by. Why, it's a bullet. A silver bullet. Mister, I know what that means. I should have known without seeing it. I'll sure listen to any suggestions you make now. And I'll advise you to shackle these killers and keep them under heavy guard. At least until the passage through the wall can be sealed. I'll do that very thing. As for that whole... Sheriff! Ellie and I want to go through it just once more. I want to help her out, just as I did when this place was new. <laughs> well, you may use it tonight, Durbin, but I want you to be down here bright and early tomorrow with a trowel and a barrel of cement. I want that hole fixed so it'll still be plugged on doomsday. Sure, if you don't need me any longer, I'll join my Indian friend. He'll be waiting outside with our horses. Adios, old. Adios. Adios. You know... When I first met that man, I thought he was an outlaw. Yeah, it isn't by what he seems to be, but by what he does that you know the Lone Ranger.
is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Enterprises, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. <laughs>